You got an open friend? I do. Uh, this is kind of a deep cut, but I'm sure you know, and maybe some of our listeners would know. Um, this is a shout out to our girl Taina and uh, Joan, Clare- Joan Carol Clayton. <clears throat> Cause I'm single. That's how I want to be single. Thank you. This sounded good, Sid. Thank you. I'm trying to, you know, I think I'm my next foray professionally outside of my real nine to five and this, I'm going to try and be a recording artist. I think you should. I think you should. I think you got it. Yeah. I think so. I, yeah. I, I, I can, you know, I can flow a little bit. I got lots of ideas. So. Yeah. I think you got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that definitely relates to this week. Um, could you tell everybody what we watched this week? Yeah, this week we tuned into Perfectly Single, released 2019, currently available to stream on BET Plus, and was written and directed by Van Elder, starring Erica Hubbard, Dominique Perry, Tori Hart, Omar Gooding, Joe Tori, and Jay Alphonse Nicholson. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. All right, y'all, you know we're about to get into our 60-second challenge, where Alexis will explain the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. But before we get into that, let's first shout out the sponsor of this week's challenge, VH1 Soul, The Love Hour. All right. (laughs) Let me go ahead and pull my clock up. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Okay, there's a woman named Edith, uh, nicknamed Edie, who is finna mm-hmm. turn 40 in a couple of weeks, and she is just dreading being alone at her birthday party and blowing out her birthday candles alone. She's single, never been married, ain't got no kids. Y'all know the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yep. a successful black woman. Y'all definitely know that story. So yep. she is on a journey. She's she's eschewing men who ain't no good for her and welcoming mm-hmm. in a new man who might be some good for her. And she is mm-hmm. doing that with the help of her friends, who is her her friend who's cheating on her husband and her friend who is married to the funniest nigga. <laughs> um, and they both just trying to help her through. Yeah. Wow. You, I mean, you're getting really good at these. You know, you, you little uh, slower than your time last week. We had a whole 17 seconds left. You know? Hey. That was, hey. That was good, though. Hey, you, take it away. You, you ain't going to be able to get me up out of here. <laughs> that was that was good. That was good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we know that what went on in the movie, we can get into our general thoughts on perfectly single. So, Sydney, what did you mm-hmm. think of perfectly single? You know, this week I I have a complete 180 uh from last week on my feelings overall. Now, like you mentioned, in the 60 second challenge, a lot of the plot points were very, lots of things we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it seemed like to me, the cast had just a ball making this movie and it came through on screen and I laughed through most of it. It was hilarious. It's a lot of funny people in this movie. Yeah. Um, so I, while like, sure, the story was like, okay, we get it. Black successful, single woman, wanting this other part of her life but it was just so funny i i I can't even have any like ill feelings towards this movie so what did you think of perfectly single um 
I guess I didn't like it as much as you did, but I Ooh. Eh, I now we have of, opposing views again. <laughs> I no, it's not as no, no, no. We're not as far away from each other as we was last week. Okay. <laughs> I I didn't dislike it when the movie it, you, I'm never mad at a 90 minute romance movie. I, I can't be yeah. mad at that. Like you're not asking too much of me and mm-hmm. I get to see some black people talking about black love. What's their yeah. name? Um, but there was a few things. <laughs> so uh, I'll get into it. <laughs> That's like, you know, I hate to be a bitch. But, <laughs> but. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't really feel that connected to the characters. I laughed too, though. So I enjoy watching the movie. But now that I'm thinking about, like, what I really thought of it, it's not <laughs> one that I would watch again, probably. Um, yeah. But we'll get into that when we when we talk about these uh, specific scenes. All right. Let's get on into that right now. So this movie opens up with a, a dream sequence, we come to realize, of Mm -hmm. at edith's 40th birthday which is soon come now Mm -hmm. i put this movie on actually like two years ago i i went to watch this movie and i remember this i remember this scene and i cut it Mm -hmm. off um because it wasn't i I didn't i wasn't hooked but because immediately yes wow (laughs) i got like two minutes into the the birthday thing Uh uh-huh um but because my wonderful co-host picked this movie, I had to watch past that. And I'm glad <laughs> I did. Because I thought yeah. the whole movie had that vibe. Like the way the camera was, I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Um, but it makes okay. sense now that I know it was a dream. Like that makes sense yes. now. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Like I thought the whole movie was like that. Was like that? No. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I had the same thought when it first opened up. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, oh my goodness, what did I get us into for this week? Yeah. Like, what is this? And then we see, then she wakes up and I'm like, oh, okay, it was a dream sequence. Yeah. And when I be having like bad dreams, that's how my camera looked too. So, okay. <laughs> did you refer to your own uh, I did, like, you brain know, you have... projection as a camera? Yes. That's okay. <laughs> yes, I did. Got that's, it. I heard that's... you. I'll be angry like that too, looking, looking at myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, shout out to the original birthday song. I never heard that. Before. It was good. I liked that it. That was good. Yeah. It's your <laughs> it was birthday. Good. birthday. It was good. Apparently, that's why you don't hear a happy birthday in movies. Apparently, it's a copyright thing. What? <laughs> like the traditional happy birthday. Think about it. How often do you hear that? Like in TV movies, you don't hear it very often. I heard it recently on a reality show I was watching. That's reality shows. It's kind of different if you just it's film somebody TV, though. living a... You film somebody living their life and they singing a song. That's different than you licensing a song. I guess so. In your movie. Well, who's I getting paid for Happy respect. Birthday? Y'all really, I mean, shout out to whoever that is. Get the bag, I mm-hmm. guess. It could just mm-hmm. be internet urban legend. I've never fact checked it. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was we jump out of that dream sequence and we wake up in bed with Edith. And what's that man name? Uh, what was his name? Because he was not very nice. Mm-mm, was it Lee? All. Something other like that. Yeah. Well, we wake up. She's in bed with a man. So I'm like, oh, okay, she got a man. Uh, he must uh-huh. not be no good. And it turns out, yes, he's no good. He's and not. he's not her man. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's just a guy she's been dating for three months. Now, Edith was being 
Now, <laughs> now Edith <laughs> was on. She was on her Joan Carol Clayton with her three yeah. month rule, aka nut shit. She yeah, <laughs> she was on dirt. Like what? <laughs> like now he was dead wrong for being like he was acting like a petulant child. He uh, like cussed her out like smooth yeah, cussed her out for, for not, not having sex with him. him and that's not yeah. no that's not vibes that's not good vibes at all. um at but all. that aside no matter like how wrong he was she was on dirt like you spending a night like at uh, that big age like if you know you're not okay but like think about it think that, about it then send think about home. it from like okay you're thinking about it from our 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 like yeah we are in our mid-20s pov yeah. This she she's of the the Steve Harvey think like a man uh demographic. Okay. So it's all uh, about the 90 day rule for 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 those women for for the most part. I ain't that, saying that's, nothing wrong with having a 90 day rule or I'm not saying nothing wrong with holding off on sex. Do you uh-huh. girl, you know? <laughs> but why is he sleeping there? <laughs> that's They can't weird. cuddle. I mean, they maybe she All just want a night? spoon. I look. I don't. I'm trying. I'm really trying to give Edie some credit here and <laughs> come to her rescue. Because I mean, it never worked out for Joan. She never kept a three month rule. Literally ever. one month into knowing somebody, she goes, "I think I'm gonna break my three month break my rule. three month rule." <laughs> Joan Carroll, he's Clayton the one is guys. The case study this episode. <laughs> she is because <laughs> she yeah. was single. Well, that's how she want to be. She want to be. <laughs> yeah. So we get this scene and we're like, okay, she down bad because she's with this awful, horrible guy. And also yeah. she's kind of got some cockamamie ideas about dating. Um, she does. Yeah. She does. You want to take us to the next scene? I don't remember what the next scene was. That's why. <laughs> okay. Well, like, damn. You're usually so good at this. I didn't take notes for this movie. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I did. I did. I did. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> Yeah. So in the next scene, uh, we go to Edie's job. So of course she has to be a successful black woman. Edie is yeah. an optometrist, yeah. right? Um, and she has this very, uh, I don't want to say mouthy assistant, but she always got something to say. Her like, like girl, do your job. Why are you always in Edie's business? That is like. <laughs> For black people, that's like the rudest thing. You can, she always got something to say. <laughs> no, you just she don't want to hear shit that she got to say. <laughs> I always got a comment. I was gonna comment on something. Who asked you? <laughs> You're right. She did have always. She, she did always have something to say. She did, but you know. So in this scene, uh, she's you know asking about. Edie and her man and Edie's three month rule. Too much in Edie's business. And also her like her client is in there. This scene uh was when I got my first cackle in the movie, but mostly because Edie's comment was ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I, I I know we do not cape for white people on this show. That is no. not something we do. But not at all. Edie's patient at the time. Uh, she's coming in for like her consultation for like LASIK eye surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. She said some off things to E about like, oh, what about you and your kids? You and your husband, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Obviously, that rubbed Edie the wrong way because she is unmarried and has no children currently in her life. And yeah. Edie looks, she breaks the fourth wall, looks into the camera and goes, <laughs> see, and that's systemic racism right there. And I said, oh, my God. 
<laughs> she said white privilege. Like, white what? privilege or whatever she said I said. I didn't understand what it had to do with that. Um it didn't now, it was ridiculous. This is the framework I need to lend to the listener. I feel like I'm sounding more country these days. Uh, <laughs> this is the framework I need to lend. That's how y'all say it. Lend. Lend. <laughs> One syllable. To lend to the listener. Uh, uh-huh. I've been reading more uh, romance novels lately. Mm-hmm. Yep. And particularly, because there are romance writers, black female romance writers I really love. Like Jasmine Guillory, yes. uh, Alyssa mm-hmm. Cole, really love her Tia work. Tia Williams. Tia Williams, really love her work. And there, mm-hmm. I'm getting into some ones that I hadn't read before. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, the the ones I'm reading now is with characters who is annoying. Like the main <laughs> character is annoying. Yeah. And has bad opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm not used to that. I'm used to being spoon-fed uh, fairy tales. Yeah. <laughs> by yeah. Jasmine yeah. Guillory. <laughs> yeah. So, Truly. This, to me, felt like a book. Like, the characters rarely talked over each other, which is the Mm -hmm. benefit of uh, film and theater. Just because performers can talk at the same time and, like, kind of have a dance, like a cadence to the talking. But it was like, you finish your sentence? Okay, I start my sentence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And all of the lines felt like they were written to be read not to be spoken yes like it was a lot so of things many it was adjectives like, yeah it was a lot of um dialogue but not yeah. like conversation and a whole lot of similes everybody talked yeah. in similes yeah um and like that little aside when she broke the fourth wall like and said like white privilege like that was like i felt like i was reading a book yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah. from there, ain't that when we meet her friends? Um, yes. Or is that when we meet her love interest? Does he not come in because he's like a sale, a medical salesman? Yeah. He do. So he's trying to sell her some yeah. pharmaceutical something. Yeah. So little murder comes. I mean, um. <laughs> <laughs> M Mississippi Pride Pride. Yes. Where's P Valley? Please. Like wrap it up. Give me feel forever. But no, the same actor in this movie, he's called uh his name is um Terrence. Terrence, of course. Uh he comes in, he's a pharmaceutical salesman. He's trying to get a word in with her. And it seems like he's made up in his mind at first sight of her that he is trying to holler at her. You know, and he is is significantly younger than her in this movie. He's 29 and she's uh, 39 and three quarters. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Which honestly, I can relate to because I'm currently 25 and three quarters. So I felt her on that. Girl, you're 25 and like. 330 days <laughs> like not even like 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 350 days <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> really less than that my birthday is in exact is in uh eight days <laughs> yeah like it's that's embarrassing you're <laughs> it's not three quarters well um uh, and that comes up actually a lot actually the age thing thanks for bringing that up Sid. this yeah. woman edith is just hyper fixated on her age and how old she is and one thing she said the the line in the movie that stuck with me uh mm-hmm. 
that felt the most real. And I feel like Erica Hubbard like acted, like delivered it. She was like, yeah. she feels, she, she was like, I feel like uh, I'm like in the fourth quarter or something. Like, you remember that line? She's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm yeah, playing yeah, a yeah. game. I'm in the fourth quarter and the buzz is going to beep any time. Like the buzz is going to buzz right. any time, you know? And that was like, I, I feel that, you know? It's true. No, it's true. I mean, I, I, I can relate, like, I guess, you know, as we inch closer to 30, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. like, dang, like, you know, they say, I, I'll, although I'm, I'm aware that 30 is still very much very young. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's just a, it's a mentality thing. And leaving, going from one decade to another feels like a lot, unless you're like turning 20 yeah. is like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I feel the opposite way about this stage of the 20s. I feel like I'm like down 20 down 20 points in the first quarter, but I can't see the clock. So I don't know how much time (laughs) left in the quarter. So I don't know if I'm going, I don't know if the buzzer going to buzz and I'm down 20 points going into the second quarter, or if I have enough time to make these points back up, but either way it's stressful and I'm tired (laughs) and I'm like, bro, we got four more quarters to go. (laughs) Three more quarters to go. (laughs) And I can't sub out. No, this, 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 this your game of life. It's yeah, this solo team. It's this you. Yeah. 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 So uh, now we meet her friends. Um, yes. Who are, that's Tori Hart, right? Is it Tori or is it Tori? I've been saying Tori Hart. I think it is Tori. I don't, I right. want to put some respect on her name now, but I'm pretty sure it's Tori. So her friends are played by Dominique Perry and Tori Hart. Um, and yes. here's, here's the essence we get here. Now this is her married friends. So mm-hmm. uh, Tori Hart, her character's name was Melinda. Mel- Melinda. Mm-hmm. Or Mel. She's married to Omar Mel. Gooden. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dominique Perry, her character's name was... Angie. Angie. And mm-hmm. she's married to old Melly Melville. Melly <laughs> Melville. I love this guy. He's so good. <laughs> I love this guy. He Melly so Oh, good. yes. I watch his my TV. Because <laughs> so, like, Melly just... Mel trying to retire, be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just as funny, like, in this. That's how memorable he, he is. is. We're quoting him being on one episode of Girl. Of Girlfriends. Well, he was on a few. But this yeah, because he married, episode... uh, what's her name? Uh, Jones Boss later yes, on in, in yes. the series. Sharon. Yeah. Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> We're quoting this one episode from like 2005 that he was yeah. on. It was so good. And and I'm glad to see him again. So, uh, of course, these is, these is funny people. I mean, you had them all in the same room and they're talking about, you know, uh, relationships and such. You know how it goes. And yeah. Edith is just perpetually one thing calling I'll credit out. The, yeah, oh, go ahead. I'll credit the director because Edith is perpetually alone like she's framed alone on the screen mm-hmm. like she's always like off to the side yes. <laughs> like dead center and alone <laughs> like it's, she, it's jarring she always like fifth or third wheeling and yeah i i think it was purposeful I, i'm assuming I so, it was purposeful yeah. yeah just to show just how how lonely she feels obviously yeah. and i guess how lonely she actually is <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they set her up on a blind date. Now I want to shout out this actor because I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she gets set up with an older gentleman, 
in his fifties mm-hmm. um, as she is entering her forties. Uh, yep. And now I don't even know where her friends got this guy from. He shows up with a Jerry. The curl same place. Gabrielle Union friends got. Um, they call me Forty P. Okay, where they find him at? Where they find him at? That makes sense, though. That's what you mean. Where they find him at an open mic? That's simple. No. (laughs) Why would you set her up with him? Why? I would set you up with somebody like that, Alexis. That would end our friendship. You have to. You have to expand your horizons. And Sydney, I know you're straight, and (laughs) niggas don't come ready made all the time. (laughs) No. Not you said. <laughs> you, Sometimes you, you need a project. <laughs> you just hit me with the, um, you gotta act like a woman, <laughs> think like a man. <laughs> just I'm just saying, niggas don't always come ready made. Uh, Sometimes uh, you gotta customize. Sometimes no, Miss Mamas. You, I am not. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta add a, uh, you gotta add some additions onto a nigga. Sometimes he ain't got enough uh, room. <laughs> Let the record show, if you ever think to hook me up on a blind date with a man like 40P, mm-hmm. let's, I'm, that's, we're, we're, we, first I'm calling you and I'm cussing you out. All 40P. <laughs> I'm cussing you out. Okay. Because why are you, pla- why are you playing in my face? Why are you playing in my face? I'm not, okay, fine, fine. And number two, you know I hold a grudge, so I will hold <laughs> a grudge. Anyway, okay, well. You're not alone because Edith was mad as hell too. As um, hell. And we get these, now we get two montages in this movie that were uh, strangely placed, but funny. Like yeah. it, it was <laughs> funny. And, and then after the scene goes off, I'm like, oh yep. wait, why was that there? <laughs> so this one, she storms out of the restaurant of this date. Mm-hmm. And she then walks down the street which is lined with black men minding their business. She grabs them by the shoulder, (laughs) each of them, (laughs) and asks them a a litmus test question. She goes, yeah, is your credit score above 700? One man, Mm -hmm. he goes, that's a white man's, white man's credit on that. She she, she doesn't even let him finish. (laughs) Right. She asks one man, uh, where do you go to school? He graduated mm-hmm. with GED with honors. I don't know why she walked away from him. <laughs> she also asked a man, how old are you? He said, 41. Yeah. She said, yes. And then she said, do you have kids? He said, two. And walked away from him. Now, walked away. ladies. I was, that's, that was my now ladies moment, too. If, if you're listening to this show and you are indeed 40 plus in dating and looking for uh, love in your life, the chances of you finding a man also in that age group and no children mm-hmm. is slim to none. That That's, you being unreasonable at that point, yeah. Especially was, if he's divorced and the kids yeah. are like uh, an appropriate age. Now, if he's forty-one and he got a two-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> now okay, <laughs> right? But you're forty-one and you got a twelve-year-old and a ten-year-old or something like that. Like what, that what you happens. Like, that's, that happens. That's what. Like that's fine. Like you're. You're marrying somebody at 40. (laughs) Yes. That happens. More than likely going to be a stepmother. And you need to accept that. Them is prime stepmama years. Come on. (laughs) They 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 want that, you know. Maybe we just young. Yeah. I I was just watching a show on HBO Max hosted by Yvonne Orji, Your Mom, My Dad. And it's about um, kids of single parents uh, and divorced parents setting their mom and dad's up with other single divorced parents 
And I, you know, kids want. I, I'm assume most kids want to see their parents happy. So yeah. I, come on, girl. You, you, that's that's actually not a bad situation. Twelve, thirteen. They're gonna be at the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Six. A few years. So it's like. Yeah. Get it how but you. She didn't want to hear it. She, like she had these. She had this fairy tale expectation of romance. She wanted yeah. like this like knight in shining armor type of thing. Yeah. But. Girl, <laughs> you it's not that's just not how it works. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not. It, it's not unfortunately, girl. We we are I'm fighting for my life every day. <laughs> I'm straight black woman in America. <laughs> oh <laughs> not a straight black woman. <laughs> oh, Sydney, imagine how we feel. <laughs> Let me, where can I donate to Please. that cause? <laughs> you should have left the straight thing off. I should have. I should Well, if Be, you do want to donate. Some shame. <laughs> have some shame. Woo. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't know why I'm so silly today. I'm, I'm in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> now, Anywho. oddly enough, the movie does not stay with Edith's miserable ass. And I'm glad because <laughs> she was going to drag me down. <laughs> so she was. She was. That's why we I jumped- appreciated the levity and the comedy of her friend situations. Because even yeah. though, yes, they're married... Um, Mel, she's the only one with kids, and you know, Edith mm-hmm. from the outside looking in thinks it's perfect, but they all got their own drama and issues too. And their yeah. their husbands are also very funny, so I, I appreciate yeah. the throw to them and separate yeah. scenes. So yeah. we see Mel and um Ronnie, who's played by Omar mm-hmm. uh Gooden. Uh, we see their issues. Mel is controlling, and Ronnie yep. seems like a good sport. He just goes with it. She tells him he can't go play basketball with his friends, and he just stay in the house. And he stays in the house. Yeah. In his own words, like a bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. His words, not mine. <laughs> yeah, he said it. No, he yeah. said it. Only to find out Mel cheating on him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got a At whole the other, courtyard. Other not even at a, mm. a Hyatt. Not nope. even at a... At a at a Four Seasons. Nope. <laughs> no. That's no, not even the Radisson. Mm. The courtyard. I do want to shout out um, her lover, though, uh, Kevante Jackson, the actor. He mm-hmm. was in uh, probably one of my favorite episodes of That's So Raven. Uh, he was a uh, like a pop star who was, like, Raven had a vision. She was in his music video. And uh, she did her damnedest on set. She brought Corey to be in the video. Raven was all over man's. She was not in the video. Corey was, but it was very funny. So, uh, Mr. Kevante, I was just glad to see you and make that connection. Oh, he's handsome. I just looked him up. He is. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> he was also Jerome and Everybody Hates Chris, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Lovely. Mm-hmm. So, she cheating on him with uh, Jerome. And... <laughs> We go on over to uh, Angie and what was Melly Mel's name? Greg. <laughs> Greg. That, yeah, that fits. <laughs> it does. And I don't know what their problem is other than being funny. <laughs> yeah. Greg, he was mad that she had had so many like former sexual partners like mm-hmm. prior to their relationship. That was like their whole issue. 
Yeah. And that was a really funny she, scene. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I got from like other than that, they seem like a perfectly fine couple. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't want to go too long without, you know, I, I don't want to be around the bush. Mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna ever have many notes when Dominique Perry's on screen. Period. I'm sorry. I'm it, that's all it takes to that's all it takes to to satisfy me in a movie. Put her on screen. Mm-hmm. Let me see her. <laughs> like just let me see her talk and and exist in front of the camera. I agree. she said something about prophylactics. She used the word prophylactics, and I mm-hmm. fell out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who? They all had such colorful language, and I personally yeah. didn't like it. I know. <laughs> now, I, I, everything that everything that every actor said was a mouthful, except for yes. Omar Gooden. I feel like he was ad libbing. <laughs> probably so. He didn't so. talk like everybody else. He was being yeah, funny. probably so. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the thing I want to just bring around the last plot piece that I want to bring around is mm-hmm. about this Terrence guy. Yep. Um, who is supposed to be like he's just checking all her boxes other than that he's young and mm-hmm. he's you know into like ugh, ugh, this is just the type of nigga that will annoy me he in the bookstore <laughs> looking for books on Sigmund Freud really? right in philosophy okay really okay okay and he's uh. just all trying to be all deep and stuff and they just keep right. talking like that like they just keep <laughs> using it on him like you know when you used to write a paper and like highlight synonym yep <laughs> all like, the time had, to, had like to get that, that word count up like yep. she said like they was making out and stuff and they and it was you know the mood was kind of getting right and it was a little awkward mm-hmm. you know i appreciate that the movie showed them both being like awkward and not really because yeah. in movies it's like everybody's weird till they get in the bedroom and then suddenly everybody's fucking like right. a, 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 a boys to men and like right. everybody is everybody's jealous and insecure yeah. <laughs> like no like sometimes people are awkward and i really did like that scene yeah but when things start to get a little awkward he goes she she says, "Oh, that's interesting." And they use the word "interesting" so much, so many times in this movie. She goes, "That's interesting," and he says, "Interesting." Would that imply a negative connotation? Who talks like that? <laughs> Nobody. Why wouldn't he say, "Is that a bad thing?" Why? Who talks Nobody. like that? No one. Would that imply yeah. a negative connotation? And you know what she said back? She said, "I mean, it wouldn't imply a negative connotation. A negative connotation. But it's just interesting. Like, why are you talking like that?" <laughs> but because. That's a good point. Uh, that was like one of my gripes in in the writing and in the script because I was like, I, none of this, a lot of the the conversation, none of it felt natural between two yeah. people or the characters at all. And I was like, was this really written like that? And was was it purposeful? Because like Edith's character is described as being very awkward and trying to find love, and this her like just being in these awkward conversations, <laughs> purposeful she- or was. Edith I don't was know. like a, a, a um, human version of like a ballet flat, like little ballet flats <laughs> with the skinny jeans. <laughs> she was a human version of that. Or even better, like you know, and like when you write like your first like big research paper in like the sixth grade, <laughs> yeah. and 
this is my thesis is. And the reason yeah. that I'm going to discuss <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. is because he was a powerful man. Martin Luther King Jr. Essay, was so powerful. Yeah, she was the human version of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I've seen Erica Hubbard act, so I know she's a good actress. Yes, so she So I think is. she nailed this. If Edith yeah. was supposed to be a cringy-ass girl <laughs> who just can't get thought. right. <laughs> She did it. She got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in they take it slow. Terrence and Edith mm-hmm. do. Rightfully so, because now one of them knew what to do. Um, exactly. They take it slow. They, you know, ease into things um, on the romantic mm-hmm. side. And they, they really, they're not, you know, physically doing a whole lot. Um, and at the end, we see the real version of her birthday party, her 40th birthday party. Yep. Um, and she's alone and the voiceover we get is that she's okay with it. She's happy. You know? Yeah. She's, she's perfectly single. Surrounded by people who love her and mm-hmm. everything's fine. Now I'm leaving out a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, th- the, 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 the movie wasn't like super like deep or, you know, like it wasn't, is, is an easy watch. So I think, what, you, what you're leaving out can just be pieced together with context clues for those mm-hmm. listeners. And for the stuff that we did leave out, go watch the movie to see some of those missing pieces. Mm-hmm. We don't say That's that enough here. Go watch yeah. the movie. Go watch the movie. That, I know we entertain <laughs> you, but like, watch the movie too. Yeah. That way we all know what we're talking about here. We exactly. all know what we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but at the very end, we do see Terrence. He comes up. He shows up to her birthday party after they have had some breakup earlier in the movie. And, you know, but she's she's happy, not because he's there, but she was already content and happy with her situation in life. But him being there made it even better. That's yeah. where we leave Edith. Yep. Well, Sydney, I got something to ask you. Yeah. In this movie, who came mm-hmm. to act? Wow. Um, I said up top, I'm a fan of a lot of the actors uh, in this film. So this is actually like, this is kind of hard because I I didn't want to include all of their like past works I've seen Mm -hmm. as part of my tally for this. Um, Because what what I'm looking for is who left it all on the screen for this particular role, for this film, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, if any of the actors are listening to this, I hope you are just know I, I am a fan of all the main cast here. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this week's, uh, who came to act, uh, nominee and who really did a lot with a little, um, I would like to nominate Mr. Joe Torrey, uh, who played Greg on this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Melly Melville. Uh he made me laugh. He was the one who made me laugh the most in this movie. Yeah. And really uh Same. like when he came on screen, I was like, hell yeah. So yeah. since he's not in the studio with us today, I'm gonna accept that uh nomination on his behalf. He did great. Yes. Now I, I must, I'd be remiss mm-hmm. if I didn't offer a runner up. Is Please. that allowed? Will the will the Academy allow it? I will allow it simply because it was it was such a hard pick anyway. So I, I'm I'm curious to see who your runner up is. I would like to nominate uh this is Jay Alphonse. Uh-huh. Nicholson. Nicholson. I'd like to nominate him as a runner up. Um once again, 
if these characters are meant to be matched, uh, Edith and Terrence being fucking weirdos who don't understand <laughs> how to do romance, um, yeah. then it was perfect. Them just two weird ass niggas <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. getting together. I thought he did great. He's just a really charming guy. And he is. I, I, I liked seeing him in this. This was uh, refreshing. It's Lil Murder. Murder night. Murder night. <laughs> yes. So uh, I would like to give him a, a runner-up. Um, outside of that, uh, a, a quick shout out to Van Elder for bringing us this, the writer-director mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As as always, like I, I'm a reiterate. Go watch the movie. And listen to the review, and then we'll be back next week with a new review. For you. So let's wrap it up there for y'all. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. See y'all. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C H I T L I N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at the new chitlin circuit.com.